Yeah, we're recording. I'm the low man on the total pole because I just <laughs> Shocker. All right, episode oh, 19. Episode 19, Boss's Big Three. Babs is back. Uh, we also brought back our editor, Joe Stafford. And Brandon, as always. Uh, he earned his whole... way back on this. He did a great job filling in last week. I watched the whole thing, even though you guys only had five viewers. But he did a great <laughs> job last week, and he gets a he gets a redemption now that the uh, the big boy's back in town. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Are there any one on one hundred deals coming up? Yeah. So one at one hundred co. As you do it every single time, they have a Bruins game coming up. Shout out to K Mezzi, who's just joined Ride the Wave for one. Oh of our wait, let me guys. just say this real quick. If you don't know K Mezzi, he's the guy. <laughs> no, this is an electric guy. I didn't know his real name until I saw him. That's why I texted you. He's the guy with like. Like he does, like the Bruins, and like hits his stick, hits his stick on their ground. No, I figured it out today. I figured that yeah. out like literally like ten minutes ago. I was so like, what? I had no idea that guy was his real name. My friends and I, we love the guy back home. Like we'd always watch him before every single like uh, Bruins game and the playoffs. We'd always listen to him, and then like all my friends and I do it. When I found out that he joined Ride the Wave, I had to text all my friends right away. I'm like, dude, we just got this guy. They're all hype. Most of them actually follow along what we do. But uh, yeah, welcome to the team. Anyways, Abs floor is yours. I was just going to say, Kate Mezzi, like, shout out to him. It's someone that we've looked up uh, and wanted to get part of us, and we reached out together, and we want to give him the proper shout outs and the proper right that he deserves. That guy is a promo killer, dude. He knows what he's doing, and uh, I can't wait because we have K Mezzi, we have Master Lane, we have Bruins Warrior, we got Rune Dog. The Bruins team, and the Bruins are one of the best teams in hockey right now. They should absolutely kill it. We got to give them some time, got to give them some adjustments, but by playoff time, they should be hitting all strides. 1 in 100 is the only online raffle website giving fans and experienced seekers a chance to win tickets to live sporting events, cough, cough, Bruins games, concerts, music festivals, and more. Whether it be from your desktop or mobile device, winning tickets to your favorite event has never been so easy and fun. Choose your desired event, purchase a raffle ticket into the draw, and you can be the lucky winner. Same stuff I'm, every week. Go do it. If you didn't uh, want to uh, see. I met the winner. Spike Kings. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say this. Yeah, I met I met the winner last night. She was awesome. She goes, the only reason why I won this is because I followed you. She got those tickets courtside. Well, somewhat courtside, but it's there on the floor, row A, two dollars. One ninety-five. A dollar ninety-five that she got and two tickets to go to the Celtics. What a great game that was last night. And we'll get more into that later on. I know we have some Celtics talk, and I'm excited to talk about it too, because I was there. But uh you, you have to believe into this. We're telling you, you can go to these games for next to nothing. Even it's $10 to go to these games. Shout out to Mikey, the guy that won the, uh, that went to the Jets game with Dito and Michelle and myself. And he ended up winning tickets to go to the Browns game, even though it was a rain fest. Doesn't matter. He won those tickets for $15. I got soaked. I got oh, soaked terrible. at that game. It was terrible. But you know what? For $15 to get soaked on to go to a Patriots game, it's well worth it. 1 in 100 is making moves. 1 in 100 is going to be in this area. And you know what? They're going to be expanding to Philadelphia very soon. I'm working on something right now. For those people that want to go down to Philadelphia, that want to see the Eagles and Patriots, we're working out something right now with the people down in Philadelphia. And we want to get you tickets down there for next to nothing. We are going to do is, it. When is that game? Do you know the date? November 17th, I believe. I might have to make my, my way to that game. If, if, <laughs> yep, we, could, if we could uh, pull, like, uh, just throw this next 1 100 thing. I, I do their ad reads every week. I deserve a little win here and there if I want to go to this Eagles pass game. You deserve game. nothing, dude, to oh. be honest. You deserve without, without me right now, <laughs> nobody would know about 1 100. You're, you're in the middle of a, of a huge federal case right now. That, that's the last time I'd known, so. 
Yeah, <laughs> case. Let, let the record state, I'm very innocent. I'm not even in a case. We don't know about that. The last time I heard, that's what was just going yeah, on. Man. It's been some mucky waters here at Penn State for uh, good old Ty. But hey, we're past that. Everyone's fine now. All right. Anyways, today is Halloween, and the Boston Celtics are 3-1. and one. After starting out 0-1, we uh, recorded, I believe it was last Wednesday, right after the Sixers came and just kicked them out of the building, out of the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, uh, and T-Guns, too. Celtics have oh. a huge test <laughs> against the Raptors in their next game, uh, down most of the whole game. Kemba Walker uh, is IT with his like Mr. Four, uh, Mr. What is it? Mr. Fourth quarter, fourth quarter time, something like that. Except he's on steroids. Like Kemba Walker has taken over the past three fourth quarters, minus the Knicks game. I mean, like he still balled out then, but you didn't really need him. But especially when you need him against the Raptors and the Bucks, Kemba Walker came to play, got a dub in the Celtics. I wrote a blog today, RatherWayMedia.com. Go check it out at Ty underscore Miller thirty five. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Unbelievable, Cheap, dude! They are so good. The, the whole team's just clicking. It reminds me of the 2016-17 IT team. Like, you go down just millions of points. At this point, everyone's like, there's no way they can come back. And they do. I don't care how. Like, a win is a win. Especially in the NBA when, like, most playoff seedings decided by one, two, three points. Every game matters. Uh, not points, games. I believe every game matters. Exactly like in the MLB when every game matters. So picking up these wins, especially against the reigning NBA champions, minus Kawhi Leonard, but... We always face the Raptors t- uh, tough no matter what. Kyle Lowry is still on that team. Faced the Celtics a thousand times in his career. Then you face Giannis in the Bucks, who just absolutely just stomped you out of the playoffs. Kyrie Irving out of that team. And Sir Kemba Walker, we get a win. That's all I'd say. No, absolutely. That. Yeah, I think they've really <laughs> embraced that underdog mentality that made them so electric the last couple of years before Kyrie got here. Uh, the biggest improvement, I think, Gordon Hayward. His aggressiveness is back. His drive yeah. is back. You can see it. When he goes to the basket, he's not scared anymore. Well, I mean, like, not so much last night because I think it was more of a Tatum game last night. Slow start, though, for him last night. Slow start last night, but I think yeah. you can see it in his mentality. I think you can see how he drives at the basket. And it's going to make a huge difference down the stretch for the Celtics team. This team uh, is all Marcus Smart. This team and the chemistry is built around Marcus Smart. Now, I'm a guy That's that captain. does... And I, I'm a guy that makes a lot of predictions. I spoil a lot of things. A couple years ago, trade deadline was coming. I say get rid of Marcus Smart. I say dumb. get rid of him and sell him. Very I dumb. was dumb for saying that because because what happened was he got hurt, and it really showed that he's the vocal leader of that team. He's the only Celtic that's like left over from those like years past. He's the one guy that's left. He's the one guy that accepts the Boston Celtic culture, and you can see that. He's he out there in the city to be good. So I went badly. I went to two games already. All right. I'm one and one in the season. Went to that Sixers game. This guy's flopping around on the court. He's trying to draw those fouls. He accepts that last night. He's getting that crowd back into the game when it matters. They were down 18 points last night and that garden was shook. They're like, are you serious? Well, no Jalen Brown. You didn't have Cantor in the game. Taco fall, wherever he is, he's getting ready for Portland, but concussion protocol ceilings. Yeah. But Marcus Smart knows what the culture is. Marcus Smart gets them back in the game. Marcus Smart is the heart and pride. Marcus Smart is your new Kevin Garnett. They're not give the same him, player. Give him the captain, not the same dude. Player. That's not what I said last week. But he is I your new Kevin week. Garnett. Give he is that link. He is that Loud link. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett got that team into it. That's what made it. And that's what Marcus Smart is. And this is a great team. Chemistry is going to be key. Fuck Terry Rozier. Fuck Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Seriously. 
Seriously, this team is going to have the chemistry this year. He wants uh, them to totally be good so badly to the point that he rolls, he like rolls a taco fall size joint, gives it to everybody on the team, and they go to the movie theater to see a Terminator, which I guarantee most of those people just didn't want to go. They don't care about the Terminator. <laughs> but Smart's like, we're doing this together. He goes, did you see that video with him and Langford? He goes, oh, like a $4,000 check at Chipotle. And at the oh, end, yeah. he goes, oh, I heard you like Chipotle. I like Chipotle, too. I just wanted to pull a prank. Like, there was no reason to do that. Kyrie Irving would never do that. Kyrie Irving probably would have, like, no. not done a prank. He probably but would have actually made a pick up 4K worth of Chipotle. But, like, he does the stuff that, like, he saw what Kyrie Irving did when the leader. He made Jalen Brown trash. He made Jason Tatum trash. Yeah. Those two he guys, the J team, very good. What was great is that the Celtics and Danny Ainge believed in Marcus Smart and said, we need to keep him. And now, if you look at it, you get rid of these certain guys off the team. There's one guy left standing. It's Marcus Smart. And if you're someone that's coming on the team, the culture is going to be you listen to him. Whether you're Jason Tatum or you're Kemba Walker or you're Gordon Hayward, which they are better players than Marcus Smart in certain ways, you listen to Marcus Smart. He's your leader. He's the guy that you're going to listen to. And it doesn't matter if he has a cold night, bad night. He'll take the fall, but he's going to be that guy that picks you the fuck up and gets you going. So it's, it's this different. team has got something special now. It's different than Al Horford, too, even. Because Al Horford, he was never a vocal leader. He was led by example. He, he always like played the, the right way. Quiet guy. He was the dad. He was the dad of that Yeah, team, 100%. But, like, you lose Al Horford and you pick up Al Horford rookie. Grant Williams had the hottest start. Yeah. I didn't expect anything from Grant Williams. I was always, like, he's a two-time SEC player of the year. Kentucky plays in SEC. Like, Kentucky, anyone could be the player of the year. I guess it's like the KD stuff thing. Neither one of them could win MVP because they're on the same team. But Grant Williams, he's performed. Like, everything. I, I don't even think he's had, like, a bad – like, I'm sure he's had a bad possession. But every time I look up and I see 12 on the, like, screen, maybe it's just the Boston number. We got Brady in there. We got Brock – wait, Brock Holt's 12, right? Yeah. We got Brock Holt. We got, <laughs> we got uh, Grant Williams. Grant and Williams is the stud. And, and Carson Edwards, dude, give him time. Yeah, it's give a him slow start, time. But he'll be all right. And in the middle of the season, this guy is going to be on fire for the Boston Celtics. Everything in the middle of this season will start clicking for this team, and they will be the best team in the NBA, hands down. And it's based on chemistry. And this is the time, green teamers out there that are watching, people that like the Celtics, this is your year right now. You are going to the NBA Finals with this team because they all believe in each other. And last night, this was given to me by Jacob Quimby. Shout out to him because I know he watches this. He said this. They did. They held out Jalen Brown last night. It was the flu. It's the Boston Garden flu. Jalen Brown, he said that Jalen Brown spent the entire offseason studying the Greek freak, studying how to defend on him. And it's one of those Bill Belichick moves. Hey, we're not starting you tonight. We don't need you tonight. And guess what? They still got the W. And guess what? When Jalen Brown plays against the Greek freak later on when it matters, they don't have film on him. They don't have film on certain shit like that. Think about that. Belichick's a big influence in this market in Boston sports culture. I'm just saying like that. And that was an awesome take by Jacob Quimby. For anybody, all you morons out there who I absolutely despise, they'd be like, oh, the Celtics won and Jalen Brown wasn't playing in coincidence. No, Jalen Brown won his two games. Without Jalen Brown, we don't beat the Raptors. Then he balled out against the Knicks. He got the only bad game he had was against the Sixers because he got foul trouble. Well, you see when he gets legit minutes, I had his stats right here, like counting all three uh, games, but like you can't really count the first one. I, I mean, obviously you have to, but mine is that. 
He's still getting 17.3 points a game, 6.7 rebounds per game, two assists, shooting 50% for the field goal percentage, and only 29 from three. But that three percent uh, point percentage will rise, and the field goal percentage is probably going to drop. Either way, he's productive. Because when the 76ers were playing the Celtics, that's prime time. Then the next couple games come around, people are not watching the game. Like, oh, Jalen Brown's probably still struggling. Well, that's just not the case. That's when you see who actually watches the game and who doesn't. And three of the four games to start were on national TV. And that and that Sixers game, by the way, there was like fifty-five fouls. Like that, yeah, that game fast. sucked. Like they, the refs mm-hmm. ruined that game. Both sides, they slowed it down. It made no sense what to happen. But I will, I, I will say this: I, I'm a pink hat when it comes to Celtics. I'm obviously not the big Celtics guy out there. But last night, you go into that game, you knew. If you're a realistic fan, we're not winning this game. The Celtics are not winning this game based on the team that they're putting out there. Down 18 points. They came back. They got the garden rocking against the Bucks out of all teams. That healthy team in the Milwaukee Bucks. And you beat them in the home court on a Wednesday night where it wasn't even filled in the garden. And that place was rocking. Paul Pierce down there getting the crowd into that. Wick on the sidelines. That place was rocking. That's Celtics basketball. That's what we're going to see during the season. That's an iconic the moment. Ke- the too, when chemistry you see is definitely down there. The- yeah, exactly with nope. Stafford. Yeah, no, when he was going down the court, when then Paul Pierce came out of and gave him a high five on Tatum, that's an iconic picture right there. It's going to go down in Celtics history. You better believe it, too. Because when Tatum does from take Jason that step, Tatum already. when he does take that step, he's going to ball out like only the truth did before him. Mm-hmm. You got Tatum, yeah, Tatum, two iconic moments. The one dunking on LeBron, seeing that he's a, yep. he is, he's a Celtic. He's not getting traded for Anthony Davis. He is here in Boston to stay. The paycheck is going to come due next offseason, but it is going to be well worth it. This guy's going to be in Boston for a long time. You see the chemistry that this team is building. I was convinced at the beginning of the season that um, all these NBA duos, that the Celtics were getting like overlooked for, for having a, a duo in Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker. But now that I realize it's so much more than just these two guys um, on the court at one, any given time, we see the chemistry. Gordon Hayward being healthy again. Marcus Smart, like you guys were just talking about. The captain of this team. This team has so much chemistry that boils down to way more than just two guys, um, as you see in a lot of the, the other NBA teams right now. We talked about this earlier uh, on other podcasts, like for the last 19 episodes, and when we talk about Celtics, right? And there has an identity crisis on this team. Whose team is it really? Is it Kyrie's team? Is it Terry Rozier's team? Is it Jason Tatum's team? Is it Jalen Brown's team? This is Marcus Smart's team. And it starts with Marcus Smart. But... The future is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they're buying into them. That's the duo. And then you got a guy like Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker who are great players, but they're supporting pieces. It's not their team. They're the supporting pieces. They know their roles, dude. They're not coming in there with their egos and saying, this is my team. I am the Boston Celtics. No. The Boston Celtics starts with Marcus Smart, who's molding these young guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And that you have the supporting cast of Kemba Walker and Gordon Hayward. And that's what's awesome about it. It's like a Cantor. When Cantor comes in, he knows his role. He's having fun with it. And it builds that chemistry. And when a team like that comes together, they're going to believe in themselves. And they're going to go far. Kemba Walker has scored 98 points in his first four games, which is the most in franchise history. Kemba Walker has also missed a lot of shots. So that is a sign to come that if, like, once he starts hitting shots, he might be averaging, like, 90,000 points a game. (laughs) Like they when, run out of he, room when he turns it on, he is all right. He is unreal when he turns it on. I, I've talked about it every time. You see this the Kemba Walker 15 jersey back back there. The 2011 run he went on when he was knocking down these shots. When Kemba Walker turns it on, turns into cardiac Kemba, gets into that playoff mindset. When a few months from now, when that mentality enters his mind, when it's down the stretch and 
that that bill comes due, Kemba Walker is going to be unreal for this Celtics team. You already see the, the from the short snippet that we've gotten the first four games, like you said, it's going to be on freaking real to watch this guy in the playoffs. The best like part of his game, just I've like watched every minute of every game so far, not to mm-hmm. brag, but he just has like an unreal like poise and handles the game. Like he had those two literally identical plays in a row. It was like set a pick top of the camera, hit a straightaway three. Third play, Bucks probably know what's coming. You send the same pick, you do a hesitation move to fake the three, get Giannis a little like moving, and then take a dribble in and step get back. Inside. And he absolutely sent like Gian- Giannis was walking back home to Milwaukee and when uh, Kemba did the step back. He, he needs him up. Yeah, I mean Kemba Walker, he just he he just knows how to set up a play. Like he wasn't, I'm sure he was wasn't thinking of that step back three times in a row. After he hits the first, he's like maybe I'll go for another one. Hits the second one, he's like no shot, I'm going for another one, but I'm gonna bait him into it. <laughs> so that was something Kyrie. Well, another obviously aspect had of this team that's gonna really help out Kemba Walker. He can distribute now because he's not on a shitty team anymore. Because when he was on Charlotte, he was actual taking, NBA oh, players. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's an actual NBA team. So now he doesn't have to deal with Michael K. Gilchrist taking a crazy three-pointer or uh, Cody Zeller taking an inside shot and missing a layup. <laughs> now we can pass to Jason Tatum, to Gordon Hayward, to Mar- – well, not Marcus Smart. We're not going to pretend he's an offensive genius or anything. But the thing is, Kemba Walker uh, can now distribute. It adds a whole different focal point to his game, and this is going to be a dangerous Celtics team down the stretch. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Wait, I just want to talk about this real quick. The uh, Embiid versus Cat fight. Oh, yeah. That was a hug fest. I, it wasn't a I fight. Am, it was a hug fest. They're just throwing the each other biggest, around. The biggest cat fan out there is, like I said last week, I think we talked about it for a little bit. He's my favorite player that is not on the Celtics. So when I see him going after Philly, also, Ben Simmons, soft. Doesn't shoot threes, choke someone up who's already <laughs> on the ground. And Pete, poke someone in the eyes, and then he threw more punches to Mike Scott than he did to Carl house. <laughs> like, I... I love Embiid. I like. I really do like him. But if you go after Cat, I'm not going to side with Cat 100 percent of the time. Two two things on this. I love it. I yeah. love drama. I love drama, as you can tell. I love entertainment, and that's what the NBA needs. They need a little thing like that. And they I are. also loved. And I want to hear your guys' take on this. Carl uh, Anthony Towns' Instagram post making yeah. fun of Joel Embiid. All right. So I've been on many NBA shows in the past, just like various things that get always picked up and dropped. And every single show, I've said the exact same thing. Carl Anthony Towns need to have, like, he needs to have a mean streak to him. Mean streak to him. He's like one of the nicest guys out there. This is like his only quote unquote controversy he's ever been in. It's like small scrap. Who cares? But he gets a haircut. He starts wearing the dreads. He swings on a beat. He puts him in a headlock. The, the most like aggressive. NBA fight we've seen in a while, which wasn't really aggressive of a fight, but he needs to have a killer mentality. He is unbelievably talented. He's he made he single handedly minus Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom was a visionary for this whole thing. Made a stretch for him and Porzingis in that draft. They were always saying like, oh, maybe uh, Julio Okafor should go number one. He's the typical big guy. That was when like the Roy Hibberts of the world were dominating, uh, the David West of the world. I'm just gonna keep hammering Pacers, but then. Uh, Cat comes into the game, seven foot one, can shoot the ball. He's the only, he had the exact same stat line his first three years in the league as Shaq, except he shot 40% from three and he had 100 threes. That, that is, is good. Ridiculous. And so people always say, oh, Cat's too soft. Cat, Cat this, Cat that. He's never going to be anything. Jokic is better. I, you could argue whenever you want about Jokic versus Cat. I believe Cat's better. Um, simply because his will to score, if he's going to p- keep putting up 30 something a night, Jokic is a better, like, see the court playmaker but i'd take cat over i think every big guy except maybe Embiid. i swear quote me if i'm or yeah quote me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure this time last year ben simmons 
and uh, Carl Anthony Towns were out playing Fortnite late at night one yeah. one night right around this time last year. But these fights are it, it's good for the NBA. You see the 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 attraction it, it draws to hockey, and then especially this time last year as well, the Rockets and the Lakers getting into it early in the season really made for an interesting storyline going throughout the rest of the season. And since this was a West versus East matchup, they're not going to face each other a lot more. They only have one more matchup together. It's not until until the end of March. So that's way down the line. But there will be an amazing storyline around what will likely be a meaningless game for the Timberwolves. And that's what and, makes the NBA special because it's like a show off the court. We were saying this earlier, uh, and I think when Kev was on. The NBA offseason sometimes is more like entertaining yeah. the NBA season, especially when all these big name free agents after their four year, five year contracts round up. You you have four sports that are all competing with each other when it's their offseason. Who's gonna end up stepping up into that plate? And the NBA does a great job at that. Uh oh. Like you just said, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns, no, no. But Carl Anthony Towns has to make a Oh, no. Uh-oh. Hello? Absolutely. Oh, no. He's getting people on his side. I didn't hear a single word of any of that. (laughs) You're also frozen. He's talking about Carl Anthony Towns. That's all I got. Correct. All right, moving on from that, though. Official petition to start fights in the NBA. I want to start it. I want to see you guys scrap. Put a, put a clock it. up. 15 seconds. And Let him just scrap for 15 seconds. Let's see what happens. Like, even I mean, like, even take the punishment for it. Like like hockey, there's a punishment for yeah. fighting, but it's 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 meant to encourage your team. It's meant to like get you back into the into the fight, exactly. basically. And what the the suspensions just came out for the for this fight between and Carl Anthony Towns Peace. and uh, between Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid for two games apiece. I think that's a fair a fair assessment. Uh, maybe if you made it legal and maybe said, hey, you're I done like for the game. next – yeah, maybe one game, you're done for a certain amount of time. Um, but, like, it, it's it's not like an encouragement, but it's also not a discouragement because it's only two games of the season. Yeah, it's a little bit different, too, than hockey, though, because in hockey you're on yeah. skates, so it's a little bit different, especially when the refs yeah. are, like, crowding around you. But you're on your feet in the NBA. It's a whole different ball game. I say 15 mm-hmm. seconds on the clock, let them scrap, <laughs> and then pull them away. Seven minutes ago, it came out that they like just that. suspended for two games. So that's a punishment. Yep. Who cares? Worth it. Anyways, let's that's move so on to it. the NFL. Brandon, uh, you want to recap last week's picks real quick? Oh, uh... Joe Stafford on the welcome to the freaking show. Ty didn't announce, or you guys didn't shoot. I kind of froze and left a little bit early. A uh, few different I'm times playing. I'm week. playing your role today, by the <laughs> yeah. way. I'm going Absolutely. through your pain. Um. But the last four games weren't chosen, but Stafford did go 11-0 and in the games he did pick, choosing correctly the game that we all picked wrong, Chargers over the Bears. And as well, he chose the Titans uh, along with Ty. So the overall records from last week, Tyler finished 11-3. and Babs finished Not bad. 507-7. I went 12-2 and with the most wins of the week. I feel like if Stafford had actually chosen, he would have gone 14-0. and had had Tyler actually asked the, the last remaining three <laughs> I was more focused on uh, the hurting the cows. One Wait. thing, though, too. Yeah. One thing, too. I said Minka Fitzpatrick would have two interceptions. And what happened? Did it happen? It Did happened. It happen? Minka Fitzpatrick, wow. two picks. I didn't even know what we'll team We'll have to get on that. We'll I, have to get I, Stafford edits on a highlight. Wait, 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 Babs. What was, what was Babs' record? 
Seven and seven. <laughs> you say it one more time. One more time. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Seven yeah. Right, and seven. On. So when I do bad, <laughs> when I do bad, you guys can clown on me. But when Pat does bad. I was on the show <laughs> playing my picks last week. Really I'm driving also, back. I'm driving back from Philadelphia. And you guys want me to come on. And you guys want me to do this. And I'm trying to put my picks together. And oh I made God, it hard on purpose for you. Happened. This isn't what happened. We, we scheduled <laughs> around for you. Dude, I told you I wasn't gonna be able to come on. No, you like, said I, you said I could do what I say. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll wait an extra day, and then it didn't work. Doesn't matter. And then you sent uh, some for some picks. Not my bad. Not my I fault. Someone that's undefeated on here. I want him done. I want I want Stafford out. Of here. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing. I'm not looking. He's hard. gonna back it up. This I'm like, I'm he's up under- First of all, my computer freezes. I'm the new Brendan of the show. Second of all, I go seven <laughs> for seven right what now. What do you this mean time. it happened once to me? <laughs> And I'm going to go back on my last take because it probably froze. Carl Anthony Towns is finding a personality oh, out of himself. Okay? That's what he's doing. That's what I was trying to explain. And I'm glad that he's doing that. But anyways, we got some great games to choose from this week. We'll see if uh, Stafford can find right, some way to stay football. undefeated and back to back. <laughs> Thursday night football is tonight. Halloween, we got uh, two clowns of a team. Brunch. Now we got the 49ers uh, undefeated versus the terrible Arizona Cardinals. I'm picking 49ers, and I don't think there has to be a ton of analysis on it unless you guys are picking the Cardinals. The spread is nine and a half here. You, I'm definitely going with the 49ers to, to maintain their undefeated streak. Match the Patriots for 8-0 and uh, for the best record in the NFL. It'll stay pace with them, even though the Niners have had their bye week. I think they will cover that spread substantially. Um, and uh, walk away from Phoenix with a W. The Niners are riding high. They're riding high. They absolutely smoked the Panthers. 50, what, 51 points, something like that? I don't know how many they put Somewhere. up. It was in the Niners 50s. played anybody? They played the Panthers last week who were rolling before. Panthers kind of stink. No, the, no, no, Allen stunk last week. He yeah, was even then the Panthers that are, was Panthers, If that's the best team that they've played, then uh, like, I don't think the No, you're right. And the thing is, I don't really think their winning style is sustainable. I said it last week. Their defense is playing out of their mind, and their run game is playing out of their mind, too. But Garoppolo hasn't shown me anything to, to make me believe they're an actual contender. So until Garoppolo does that, I'm not really worried about him uh, for the Patriots. I will take them this game. I will. Uh, Kyler Murray is showing me something really cool, um, but I just don't think the Cardinals team has it in them to beat the Niners. Am I alive? Because I don't even know anymore. You're good. Just, You're you good. Like, I just ordered a uh, five-pack of Ethernet cables because that's what I'm going to start doing. There's too much going on the HQ. You know what I mean? I, 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 I fuck Comcast, dude. Fuck Xfinity. This is the reason why. I don't like it if Burning I get bridges. like that. I have no, Xfinity in my place. Xfinity's <laughs> working like a charm for me. I'm not going to write them off. There is potential sponsors. Yeah, because Penn say. State, <laughs> Penn State makes up their money. Again. Penn State makes their money off of all those college athletes, and that's why you're fucking got good – Good service. Oh, over. that could be yeah. something. Got to pay him now, about. though. Yeah, yeah that's going to play. Uh, uh, tonight, can, can I make my pick? I said, who are you picking? <laughs> can I make my pick? Am I allowed to talk right now? My question, was, my question was, who are you picking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the Thursday night game, I am taking $150 on the San Francisco 49ers, minus 10 points. The San Francisco 49ers, tough division game Ooh. tonight. They are proving themselves time and time again. Garoppolo and company stay undefeated. Actually, crazy that Garoppolo and Brady are both undefeated. And mm-hmm. Garoppolo's like, not undefeated. His defense is undefeated. Okay, Let's you can pretend. say the same thing with Brady. You can say the same thing with Brady, okay? Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're they're right. undefeated, okay? So take San Fran tonight. Uh, that's crazy. 
Kyler Murray, they, they might show up tonight. We'll see what happens with San Fran. Take San Fran. No, they're not. <laughs> Texans, Jags. Shut the up. Texans versus Jags at 9.30 in the morning. Jags home game. They always go to London. I'm assuming That's they're a trap in London. Game. It is in London, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. No other reason it should be at 9.30 in the morning. All right. Uh, Jacksonville people, home game. Yeah, I was going to say, they have their better fans in London than they do in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm taking Texans out of the way because it's just the Jags franchise. Like They just blow the big ones. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, I have my picks right here from Encore. This time around, I'm sticking with these because I just made these today. It wasn't like I made them two days ago. I made these today. I am taking the Houston Texans, the Sean Watson, the Minshew Magic's done. It's over. Nick Foles is going to come back. Nick Foles is going to take over that team. The Minshew Mania, whatever you want to call it, Monster Dick Minshew, it's done with. Houston, Texas is going to get back on <laughs> never track. Heard that one. <laughs> uh, LFG Sports, you can thank them for that one. Houston, Texas come back in this game. They need to keep up with the Colts. It's going to be a Texans game all the way. They just lost J.J. Watt, but at the same time, I believe in the Texans. This is a must, must, must win. You lose this game, that's it for them in the division. I'm telling you that right now. Take the Texans. I agree completely. This is a huge division game. It's a trap game, though. I really do. I think the Texans are still going to win, but it's a big trap game. I don't think Mishu Mania is done. I disagree with that. That kid has the it factor, and you can see it every time he, he handles the ball. He draws back. He looks around. He surveys all of his options. He can run outside the pocket. He can do everything. Throw deep, throw short with accuracy, with power. He can do it all. And the kid is going to be a good player in the league. I wouldn't be surprised they'd roll with him when Nick Foles came back. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. You go with the hot hand when he's at the helm, and they've, uh, they've been pretty successful with him. Uh, Deshaun Watson is an absolute baller. Way too good for the Jaguars to handle uh, Texans. This is the worst I'm cookie I've ever had in my life. I'm taking the home London Jaguars this week. They're going to the London Jaguars. London Jaguars. They're gonna, the Minshew mania takes hold and becomes the new queen of England <laughs> this week. And uh, the, the Jaguars get out of London with a W. Bears Minshew's like the Billy. Freddie Mercury of uh, the NFL. Because he has eight. Yeah. Uh, no, no usually. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Are we allowed? I just got really dumb. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, whoops. Uh, rewind that. Bears at Eagles. Take it, Eagles. Simple as that. I don't have a lot of analysis towards these games. Yeah. I just make my picks and go 11-3. All in a day's work. This is going to be a great game because it's a throwback to last year with the double doink game. So doink. They'll, be, mm. they'll, be sh they'll be showing a lot of that going into this game here. You got to take the Philadelphia Eagles. They're starting to fill themselves a little bit right now. They went into Buffalo, absolutely showed and exposed the Buffalo Bills as frauds. The Eagles are going to win this game, and they go into the bye and face the New England Patriots right after that. I cannot wait for that game and be down there. You got to take the Eagles in this. The, 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 the Chicago Bears, are uh, they're done. They're over with. And you know what? Oakland Raiders won that trade for Khalil Mack. It was a one-year thing. The Bears end up getting something out of it to go to the playoffs, but they're overpaying Khalil Mack, and, and they're under, they need a quarterback over there. They need a better team over there. The Bears stink. You know, I saw a take on Instagram. I don't know who it was by. I think it was Catch the Blitz. He's an NFL sports page. Uh, the Bills are the worst 5-2 and two team in NFL history. And honestly, like, I kind of, like, believe that. I really do. Like, like what, what does this team have? Josh Allen's the most inconsistent quarterback in the league. Frank Gore's, like, 60 years old. They have no receivers. Like, like what does this team have going for them that they're 5-2 and two besides their defense? Like, I don't really see it. Uh, but anyway, um, I— Hold on. Did yeah. you just say Josh Allen's the most inconsistent? We're talking about the Chicago game that involves Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky might be done in Chicago after this season. I really yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, if they kicked him to the curb. Uh, Chicago loses. They stink. Uh, they were overhyped coming into the season and have done nothing to uh, load to that hype.
So, I have a buffalo chicken wrap somewhere in my room. I just need to look for it. <laughs> I smell it over so here. So hungry, dude. Buff, 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 <laughs> real good. Uh, hey, I'm going but- with the Eagles here. Why not? Uh, this, this, this Chicago team is god awful. Uh, based on what they've done in the past, they made they had that great playoff run a few years ago, uh, or was it even la- the double doink? Um, ba- follow like getting carried by that defense the same way New England is this year, but the Eagles find a way to get quick the point w. about that game. Uh, Carson Wentz is a top five talent for quarterback. Not over the yes. hot takes. Top five quarterback for talent, not overall. Not yet. I didn't say not overall. Yet. I said talent. Yeah, and I firmly believe that. That's like. This author is a top five author for just writing words. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's no, there's a difference because he doesn't have anything around him. Nelson Aguilar stinks. Alshon Jeffries. Okay, Derek Carr is like top ten in QBR. Like, you know, like. Well, no, I'm stats got nothing around them either. Stats are for losers, but talent. No, no, stats are for losers, but talent can be measured without having success. You've seen great players lose a lot. Looks How many Super Bowl MVPs has Carson Wentz won? Not even. How many that. Super Bowl many... trophies does Dan Marino have? We can go back and forth on this. Yeah, I mean. He was also playing in the 20s or whatever. <laughs> when, when Plummets came in. I mean, I'll never be on the Carson Wentz train. He got him. He didn't even get him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Anyways, Vikings at yeah. Chiefs. I've never got uh, I, I don't know about that. He would have won an MVP he, if he stayed healthy. He won. He had 35 yeah, touchdowns in, like, what, 10 games? Like, he was on Listen, fire. this ain't fourth and John. This is Boston's big three. Let's move on. Right, we ain't right, talking right. about the <laughs> Eagles, okay? All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. No, I hate you. All right, well, I just totally went to a uh, transition. We decided to go defend Carson Wentz's on it. Uh, Vikings at Chiefs. I've never been in Kirk Cousins' uh, Chiefs. Simple as that. So, so I like that you keep doing that, and, and Jesus, the Kirk Cousins train just keeps moving on. The and it's big- going to fall mm-hmm. off the tracks. He's the a big- drunk at the wheel. <laughs> never been here. The big, thing in this, <laughs> the big thing in this game coming up is Pat Mahomes. Is he 100% healthy? Is he playing in this game? Do not rush him back into this game. If you rush him back into this game, into the season, you're going to hurt him. Now, talking to Matt Gordon, our Australian mate over there that's still in America right now, has said that Pat Mahomes, they're probably looking at this. The Kansas City Chiefs need to win games because they need that two seed right now. They need to start fighting for that two seed, and they don't want to give that up, but you don't want to rush your future. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, if they let Mahomes rest a couple weeks, they could come back and win that wild card weekend, and they can go on a run, and that might be better for them. Um, Minnesota going into KC is going to be crazy. They're going to take the W this week. Yeah, so actually, I'm going to agree with you there. I think Minnesota comes out with a W. Uh, I hate Kirk Cousins. I hate Kirk Cousins. I think he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks um, since I've been alive, which has been a good solid 19 years. Bottom five in talent. Yeah, no, Kirk Cousins stinks. He's literally like a he's like a perpetual eight and eight guy. Um, but I think they're gonna rush Mahomes back, and he's gonna get hurt again, or he's gonna get or play poorly at least. Um, and Kirk Cousins abuses that Kansas City defense because they're terrible too. Yeah, I'm just punching the air. What's up? I want Brendan to go first. Oh, that, there's no way. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are are gonna stay. Um, I, I don't even know what they did last week. Did they they lost last week too, right? Or on the bye? No idea. They had a, they had a thir- no, they had a Thursday night game. They had a Thursday night oh, football you're game. Right. Oh, against the Packers, right? And the Packers won. Right. Well, no, um, that was that was I, Sunday. It was Sunday night, and they had a Thursday night game on uh, before that. KC could lose three straight home games. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking here because the the Vikings are rolling. I I we've talked about the 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 Chiefs defense how it's very very like a like a sieve. You know, you put the noodles in after you boil them, uh, <laughs> and Dalvin Cook 
is running lights out right now. And I think Dalvin Cook is going to ha- probably have one of the best games of his career against this Kansas City defense. Ben, don't Vikings. break. Ben, don't break right there. And here's my thing. Kirk Cousins is having a Joe Flacco year. That's what's going to be. Joe Flacco had one Elite. good year. And that's what Kirk Cousins is probably going to end up having this year. And then his, I'm thinking about it. job. <laughs> you I'm take think- the ball, give it to Dalvin Cook, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm thinking about Just it right now. Throw it to two of the most, or you throw it to two Kirk, of the most talented receivers in the league. Yeah, no, Cousins, give it to Dalvin. Cousins could go to the Super Bowl this year. If and he, he buys the tickets, he's not good. <laughs> he's not good, but he could have a very Joe Flacco esh. Like he could go on a run in the the NFC's wide open. It's really anyone's taking, and he could go on a run and go to the Super Bowl and yeah, have a Joe. But he plays for a Minnesota sports team. That's right. Yeah. Wait, no. So, Babs, if he's enjoying a Joe Flacco year, is Dalvin Cook Ray Rice now? Is that how that works? I would be worried about the future for uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Be careful what you do, man. Yeah, Cameras I, are everywhere. I take stairs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Babs, Colts, did you say the Chiefs were losing or winning? Uh, yes, I'm picking Minnesota. Okay. Right. Colts at Steelers. Uh, Steelers aren't good, but they keep winning games against bad teams. And the Colts are pretty good. Jacoby Brissett going to keep riding that train. A hundred percent. You know, shout out to Mason. Shout out to Mason Rudolph. All right, see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Whatever happens. Where, hey, where did Brendan go? Now we're losing people. There we're he rolling. is. We're rolling. Keep we're going. Rolling. Okay. I plug my phone in. So, uh, shout out to Mason Rudolph. That's actually leading this team into victories and the team coming together. Tomlin's kind of saving his job out there in Pittsburgh. He's going to be gone no matter what. Um, the the. It's kind of crazy that the Colts, I think, are only minus one in this game. It's a pick em, pretty much. The Colts are a good team. And we came on this uh, podcast a long, long time ago. We had three different guys on here. And the Colts are going to win that division. The Colts are a very good football team. It's kind of yeah. funny to see Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett live through that Patriots mantra. And uh, the Colts are going to go in there this weekend, and they're going to win that game. Colts, got to take them. I'm running with the Colts, too. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is balling out. And a big thing for the Colts, they got Malik Hooker back. Last week or the week before that, Malik Hooker is an underrated safety. I'd say top 10 safety in this league. Um, He's going to help that defense out even more. And uh, Brissett bounces back from a kind of a rough game against the Broncos and puts up 30 points. So did Brandon die? (laughs) (laughs) He had to plug his phone in. This is is sloppiness. This is getting sloppy on Boston's big Back-to-back weeks. People don't show up on here. People's, uh, you know, videos don't work. I mean, it might end up turning into just you two. This guy's stuffing his face. No, I've, been here, here the, I've been here the, the entire time. Uh, it's a yeah, wrap. Been, yeah, it's a wrap. Wait, what? He's gone. It's like a ghost. I can't even see him. <laughs> boogeyman. It's the boogeyman. <laughs> I'm seeing right. ghosts. I'm in Sam Darnold's head. <laughs> I generally can't see you, so this is kind of weird. All right. Uh, Brand, you make your pick. For the Colts game? Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm going Colts all the way. You know I'm going Colts on this one. Ja- uh, Jacoby Brissett, the baby goat junior. Why Why would you doubt him at this point? Five and two on the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers? Why not? You might as well just be talking behind me. Like, <laughs> I can't even see him, but I can hear him. All right, Jets at Dolphins. Trash versus trash. Jets get a win because I think they're kind of fighting. There's a bunch of just bad teams that are trying to win, but it just can't win. And then Dolphins tanking. Jets. What week, what week of the NFL season are we in right now? Uh, I believe week nine. It is week nine, and this is a matchup, and both teams have a combined one win. 
Ejection have two wins. Thank you, the ghost. The ghost of Christmas past. Thank you so much for coming in and saying that. (laughs) No Uh, idea what you. So listen, the Miami Dolphins should have beat the Pittsburgh Steelers the other night. They should have done that. They realize they're tanking, but there's no way that Miami goes 0-16 this year. There's no way that they're going to do that. That's a huge embarrassment to the entire franchise. For the same franchise that went 16-0 and and still are the only team that went perfect all the way, there's no way they're going to end up doing that this year. Okay? They're not going to – because one in, one in 15 teams, you could forget about that. The Pages were a 1-15 in 15 team. People forget about that. People don't re- realize that. The Miami Dolphins get their first win of the season this year. The Adam Gase train, this whole New York Jets team, they're in shambles. They are absolutely have no idea what's going on. And I think this is a game Miami stomps them and wins by double digits in this game. And I cannot wait to see what Le'Veon Bell's oh post game is going to be. Because he believes in this team. He says, wait on it, wait on it. And this is another team that's tanking as well, too. They want to get themselves in the lottery. Le'Veon Bell's there for a couple of years. He knows that Sam Donald's in that team. They know that. They're making trades already. They're getting ready for their tank as well. It's going to be... T- and guess what happens? Guess what happens when the season ends and the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins have the same loss record? It's going to go based on strength of the schedule and the Jets might end up getting the first pick off of that think about those things like right there so oh, yeah. not that they're going to go for a quarterback they have Sam Donald they have to stick with Sam Donald they have to believe in Sam Donald Jerry but Drew. they might go yeah there Jerry you go Drew. there you go um, Miami quick point on the Jets uh their entire like organization is just they stink I mean Adam Ghost is a Adam Gase <laughs> is a bona fide scrub Literally, yeah. Um, and their whole front office is in, in shambles. They try to trade Jamal Adams on trade deadline day to the Cowboys. They try to trade Robbie Anderson to the Packers. And now, like, this rumor mill's flying around. They try to trade Le'Veon Bell, too. I mean, what are you doing having a flyer sale in the middle of the season when you have these guys signed for long term? That's just a bad business move. Why would you even consider doing that? Um, I do believe the in Jets. Sam Darnold. Yeah, it's because it's the Jets. Um, I believe in Sam Darnold a lot more than you guys do, I think. Um, the Dolphins absolutely stink. They reek. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's not September anymore, so he'll start falling off eventually. Um, I'm picking the Jets in this game. All right, Redskins wow. at... Oh, I keep forgetting you're hold here. On. Hold on. I've been here the entire time. Drop Wait, out. Scary. Call in after. I, scary, man. After you do this, I drop agree. out, call back. I agree with you, Stafford. Uh, Sam Darnold, I do believe he is will eventually be the best quarterback that was taken in that, that draft class. Um, from from two seasons ago, but I am holy cow! I can't believe I'm about to do this, Babs. I agree with you. I think the Dolphins are going to stand their ground. They're at home. I think the New York Jets are going to come in there and not know what hit them. These teams will both have one win after today. Let's go! Fish tank. Yeah, wrong choice. Redskins the at the Boston, Bills. Three. We have two people picking the Dolphins to win a game. <laughs> Redskins at Bills. Uh, Redskins stink. Bills probably going to bounce back. Uh, I'm just kind of talking myself into this one as I go. I'm think I'm going to pick the Bills. Yeah, this is kind of a, a crappy game. I don't really know who to pick at this point. Um, I'm thinking the Bills just based off the fact that they have a quarterback and a solid defense, and the Redskins have Terry McLaurin, and that's pretty much it. That's the only bright spot they've had all season. So I'm going with Buffalo. You know what? I'm very upset right now because Jonathan Batamosi was on the new was on Miami Dolphins and and ripped our sign down and did all that down in Miami and I looked him up because I was just thinking about the Dolphins. What's going on? He's on the Saints now. Fuck the Saints. I don't want them to win anything anymore. I'm pissed that he's on that. You should team. fight him in Miami. 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm upset, and I hope you know what. Oh Jesus, I don't want to get into it. All right, I am picking the Redskins against Buffalo this week. I am picking the Washington Redskins. Whoa, Bab, that's absolutely crazy. Why are you doing that? Listen, why? Yeah, that one. The Redskins, dumb. the Redskins lost nine to zero against San Fran. They only lost ten points against a hot team in Minnesota on a primetime game. They just have a couple extra days off. The Buffalo Bills are frauds, and we've talked about this. The Buffalo Bills are about to go on a skid. They are going to do this. And when they lose to Washington Redskins, and you know Bill Belichick is out there, and someone in the New England Patriots is sending their Buffalo Bills game plan. Hey, this is how we played against them. This is how you played against us. Here you go. The Washington Redskins are going to go into Buffalo. Bills fans. Poncho Power, I like you guys a lot, but you are losing this game. Go Washington. Have you been ranting I... this whole time I was gone? Yes. <laughs> Give him an oxygen tank. I'm 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 very tempted to choose Washington after the after that uh, that spiel, but this team sucks. So <laughs> simple as that. I can't. Right, so you're picking Bills, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm picking Bills all the way. All right, so after that, we got Titans at Panthers. Uh, like I said, I'll never bet against Derrick Henry, and I'll never bet for Kirk Cousins. So I'm sticking with the Titans. Uh, yeah, simply because they have Derrick Henry and the Panthers don't. But Panthers, they have McCaffrey. Panthers are still fighting for wild card. I can't pick against them at home, simple put. Uh, now they're starting rumblings about Cam Newton starting to come back as a starter. But, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a crapshoot game. That's the way I look at it. It is what it is. I'll pick the Panthers in this. Yeah, this board um, stinks. Yeah, this game stinks. But I'm going to take in the Panthers here <laughs> just because they were embarrassed in the Bay Area last week. Uh, that was an ugly game to watch, a very ugly game to watch. I kept it on my phone when I was watching the Patriots game at Gillette, and I just couldn't believe they kept the score kept going up. It kept going up and going up. Like, when is it going to stop? Um, but the Panthers were embarrassed. They bounced back in a big way against a Ryan Tannehill-led Tennessee Titans. Uh, Panthers by a million. I, I think this game will be a lot more interesting than people give it credit for. I think the, the change at quarterback was definitely necessary in Tennessee. I think Ryan Tannehill is not a long-term answer, but it's a short-term solution to, to what Mariota's problems were. He's a different type of quarterback. Uh, he's not the same exact thing you're going to get from Marcus Mariota, and that's exactly why they traded for him. I think this game will come down to the wire, and I think Tennessee will come out on top by a touchdown. Lions go to Oakland. I'm picking the Lions. Screw the Raiders. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I'm taking the Lions, too. <laughs> I'm taking the Lions, too, just because Matt Stafford, the namesake, and coming off a cold. Uh, he'll still be good. Like I said last week, he's a top-ten quarterback in my eyes still. Um, I think they get the run game a little bit this time. Their old line's going to improve as the season goes on. Uh, Lions. Brendan, I'll let you go first. Oh, absolutely. Why? Uh, why not? So I've said it every time we've been we've d discussed the Detroit Lions on the show. I'm pretty sure that and one at the end of their their record is a loss. It, they are three and four when it comes down to things. They lost a game versus Arizona due a bad due to a bad coaching mistake early on in the first game of the season. So this is a battle between two teams that are three and four. I think one is definitely better than the other, and I think that team is the Oakland Raiders. A hundred percent, a hundred percent with that. The Oakland Raiders, I'm telling you, they should have beat the Texans last week. Didn't. And they're <laughs> lost. The Raiders stink. 
The Raiders stink. Okay. They went all the way out to London and beat a Chicago team. They are fighting that, that's tooth an away and game nail against they're fighting tooth and nail against the, the, the Houston Texans. I believe in the Oakland Raiders. Derek Carr, Derek Carr just needs that right. It sucks that Antonio Brown didn't work out. And that's the reason why I picked them prior to the season. If they had an Antonio Brown who kept his mouth fucking shut the entire time and Derek Carr had a receiver around him, that would mean that would mean so much more. Tyrell Williams has been going through some injuries right now. Tyrell Williams was one of the most consistent wide receivers in the first four games, okay, in all of the NFL. So you got to look at this team. Who? Tyrell Williams. <laughs> Who said that? He said boo. It was a ghost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so, listen. Listen. Oakland Raiders are going to win this game, and they know they're fighting because Kansas City, they're dropping right now. That division is still wide open. That's why I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated as a, fan, as a, a fair weather Oakland Raiders fan. This team right now should be leading the division. They've been fighting tooth and nail. It might not be their year this year, but they are fighting, and I'm picking them every single week no matter what. To add food to the fire a little bit, uh, NFL.com did their midseason Super Bowl predictions, and the Raiders made one of the selections. They had the Raiders beating the Buffalo. Oh, my no, God. No, no. Oh, I forget stupid. who they're beating. But, uh, yeah, no, it was stupid, I know. But just adding more fuel. Even I know that's stupid. <laughs> Bucks at Seahawks. Uh, if you come to Seattle and you're the Bucks, you're just not going to win a game. So Seahawks. That might be the best reasoning you've ever had on the show, and I agree 100. percent I mean, the well, Bucks stink, and then Seattle's home field advantage is unlike any other. What happened to Bucks mania? What happened to you? Uh, they oh, let me let me down <laughs> three times. They let oh, me down three times. <laughs> That's what happened. I hopped off. It's kind of crazy because Seattle's not a good home team this year. And and if you can't win this game against Tampa Bay, you stink out loud and you're not going to win the playoffs. They're better off to be a wild card team that has to keep traveling. I will take Seattle, though. I don't believe in Tampa Bay coming over there and winning that game. So the crab legs have fallen off the wagon for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Uh, Seahawks, <laughs> Seahawks by a thousand. Seahawks are a real contender this year. Packers at Chargers. Um, what's the Chargers record? Are they three and f- seven five? and one? The Chargers are seven and one. Oh, no, no, no. The Packers are. Oh, uh, I was gonna say what? Uh, three yeah, and so, five for the Chargers. Yeah, that's what I thought. They're three and five. Uh, you're not gonna beat Aaron Rodgers. Simple as that. It's actually crazy that the Packers are only minus three and a half in this game, and they're traveling out to LA. There's gonna be more Packers fans in that game than there will be Chargers fans. Like it's, they don't it's have a. There's going to be they literally don't have a everywhere. There's going to be a Lambo leap going on there in L.A. you got to take the Packers all the way in this oh, game. Oh, could you imagine if there was a, a real Lambo leap at, at the Chargers stadium? That and there will be. be. Fun. Yeah, it'll be That's awesome. That's going to be fun. Uh, the pack is back officially. I'm ready to say it. Aaron Rodgers for MVP campaign has started. I would not be surprised he wins MVP. And I would not be surprised they go deep in the playoffs this season. Uh, Phillip Rivers, huge Phillip Rivers guy, future Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers still beats him, though. Browns at Broncos. Uh, Browns seem to be imploding from the inside out. OBJ spends more time with Tom Brady than he did uh, Baker Mayfield maybe this whole season. After that one game, uh, Baker goes against the media. Uh, Broncos, I don't even really like the Broncos. I love the Browns. Like, There's not a lot of marketable guys. I like them all. They stink. Like simple as that. You're 2-5. and five. 
So I said that I, I, I said that I was going to wow. go off everything that I picked on this sheet, and this is the one game that I'm actually going against it right now because it just came out after I picked it. Joe Flacco's out four to six weeks with the Denver Broncos. I changed I even, my pick to the Browns. I don't. Okay, I don't even know who their backup is. The backup, let it fly, baby. This this mm-hmm. Browns team, this is a must win for them. If you lose this game, your 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 season's done. You you have proved that you were the paper champions, that you were supposed to win it all, and you lost the lowly Denver Broncos. And that's why I'm picking Denver in this game. A backup quarterback coming into this game, a home game, let it fly against Den- let it fly against the uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's done. You saw that video. Baker Mayfield rattled. He can't even answer questions anymore. This is it for them. That's it. That's done. Your season's done. Baker Mayfield, I want to root for him. I love him. You are officially overrated. The new starter for the Denver Broncos, Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Who the hell is Brandon Allen? Like Kyle Allen. Who the hell is Kyle Allen? He's an eighth grade sub. Who's Gardner Minshew? That doesn't matter. Who are these guys that are coming in? This is the year the backup quarterback. Brandon Allen guy. I don't know anything other than his first name, but I know he's more elite than Joe Flacco. Damn. Yeah, who's talking right now? Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm taking the Browns back against the wall. They're going to have to ball out, and I think they do. Uh, Baker's pissed he lost that game. You saw it in the interview when he went off that reporter. He's poised to make a revenge game, uh, Browns. I'm taking the Denver Broncos with with uh, the other guys here. I think this is this is going to be a real another rattling game for Baker Mayfield going into his first game. I think in Denver, it's just different to play there. Uh, we see successful guys like Tom Brady go into Denver and just not have the same success they've had other places in the, around the country. It's just something different about the the mile high air up there, and Baker's not going to to get it done in Denver. Brandon, what did you have for me for this game? I got the Broncos in this game. No, for me. For this one? Like, yeah, what did you write down? You took the Broncos. All right, whatever. I'll I'll stick with it. Um, Sunday Night Football. I was debating whether or not to change my mind. Whatever you had written down was going to be my final answer. (laughs) Pats, Ravens in Baltimore. Huge test for both teams, I think. Both of these uh, Pats really haven't played anyone all that great, uh, you could argue. Uh, They've just been dismantling teams this is a legit quarterback Lamar Jackson is here to stay in the NFL he's probably the best quarterback that Pats have played all year oh he's back oh baby shark what's good I'm never gonna bet against the Pats so I'm obviously gonna have to take him but what's his spread like three and a half three and a half that's three a and great half. spread to yeah, the I, Pats I or the Pats. Ravens minus three and a half the Pats. Pats. all right I, I think I, they went I by a touchdown all the chips on that one so uh, so here Here's the thing. Let me go first here. I'll be very quick. Listen, if there's one game they drop this season, it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens game. Yep. Same time, the Pats are fighting for that one seed, and you don't want to drop this game to the Baltimore Ravens because they most likely could be the two seed, and they will end up owning that game on you. Remember that. This is a game where I see the defense on the defensive side not showing everything against Lamar Jackson, not showing how to contain him, not showing what to do. Screw Nick Boyle because he said out there, oh, I want to see when they play a real team like us and Lamar Jackson. This is a game where you're going to see the Pats offense pulling out all the tricks of their book. They're going to do all those flea flickers. They're going to pull out everything that they have because when they know – when they know, exactly, when they know, when they come to Fox, bro, they could play vanilla, ground and pound. Tom Brady's going to save his body for the Super Bowl. 
that's when the defense steps up and they show things that they didn't show in this game right now. So I actually expect this. And, and at the same time, though, are the boogeyman really want to give up 21 points? Do the boogeyman really want to give up that? Because they start losing that, that, that luster of their team. They start losing that. It's kind of crazy. A lot of different things go into this game. Patriots win this game 21 to 17. The X factor for me this game, I was tempted to take the Ravens. I was very tempted to take the Ravens. I'm going with the Patriots just based off of one thing. The inexperience of the Baltimore Ravens receivers. Our secondary is the most uh, intelligent. I'll go with intelligent. Is the most intelligent secondary I may have ever seen. Uh, the scheme with Bill Belichick going in there, he's going to be having a game plan for Jackson. I'm getting a spy from Jamie Collins. Uh, on him the entire game and I think uh, Gilmore locks down half the side of the field I think McCordy has another pick and I think the uh, the x-factor is the inexperience of the Baltimore Ravens receivers and they can't get it done based off that fact I'm a Pats fan go Pats Pats by a million <laughs> Tom Brady dude get a lot of ice <laughs> and 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 shout out to Stefan Gilmore defensive player of the month like well deserved about the secondary Finally, Monday Night Football, Cowboys at Giants. Uh, picking Cowboys. Cowboys. The, the Giants have nothing to play for anymore. Tank it. That's it. Move on. Daniel Jones is your future. Brandon, you want to go first? I got, Giants, the Gi- I got the Giants. <laughs> I got the Giants in this game. Uh, I really, I, there's not a lot of reasoning behind this game, but I don't, I don't agree with you when you say that they don't have anything to fight for. If they, if they win this game, they're only a game um, behind the Cowboys, and they just keep going up from there. I think the, the Giants will keep fighting um, in, in the NFC East, and I think that it's, it's, there's not a nail in the coffin yet. It's just like resting there with the hammer on its way down, and this, if, if, if the hammer comes down in this game, they're done, but they're, they still have a chance to, to, to make something out of the season and see – what they have in store, figure out the players that they want to keep long-term, um, and then figure out the other guys that they want to move on. The Giants on. have lost four games in a row, and one of them includes a home game against Arizona. They stink. That's <laughs> right. I wanted Brandon to pick the Cowboys so bad because I'm also taking the Giants. If Daniel yes. Jones coming out... Get these morons off the show. Who went 11 last week? Who went 11 last week? Exactly. Anyway, uh, Daniel Jones... <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> Daniel Jones, four touchdowns last week. If that was not his coming out party, this game will be. This is a statement game for Daniel Jones as a player for his for his career to get it the the hype around him solidified. Uh, the Giants been way a touchdown. You're in the NFL. You don't want to be a mediocre team. You don't want to be a middle of the pack team because when the picks that you get, you're just you're just stuck there. Okay, and yeah, picks are throwing it at the dartboard. The Giants can lose this game and then all of a sudden, boom. They're magically in the top four race for a draft pick next year. That's what the yeah. Giants need to be. And especially having Saquon, and you know that Daniel Jones is not a bad guy. And you have Golden Tate, too. They have something they can build off of for, next season. for um, next season. If any of the NFL GMs out there are listening to this, pick just a defensive stud from Penn State because you have <laughs> Saquon there. Penn State's defense is the best defense in the country. Going into the Michigan game, they've allowed 7.8 points per game. You pick any of those people, especially with Penn, uh, what's his name? Saquon at Penn State. They're already boys. You take Yitor, you take Michael Parsons. They're, I think they were literally like best friends, one of the uh, Yitor and Saquon. Anyways, uh, pick them. That's my plug for Penn State. I'm going to do it after every single show. We're 8 0, about to be 9 0, going to the college football playoffs. Simple as that. 
Speaking of playoffs, your Washington Nationals are the 2019 The Washington Nationals World Series yes. champions. 2019 World Champs. We had a fun little live stream on uh, the the Hot Corner Instagram yesterday. Throughout the entirety of the Masters. game, we had a bunch of the a bunch of the guys coming in and out talking about the game, just kind of hanging out, watching it. Very very relaxed. Uh, kind of a slow game to start, but then things turned around. Uh, second inning, Yuli Gurriel hit a monster shot, laser shot out of out of out of Minute Maid Park in a sm- like in a second to the Crawford boxes in left field, similar to Fenway's Green Monster. It was out in a hurry. And then Astros added one more uh, in the fourth inning, I think. And then the seventh inning is when the Nationals really turned it around. It's been a consistent theme throughout their playoff run, this historic playoff run as a wild card team, getting all the way to the World Series, getting all the way to Game 7, the last game of the, uh, of the MLB season, and finding a way to win it all. The late game heroics, you see it from the wild card game, Juan Soto's walk, uh, not walk-off, but a base hit into right off Josh Hader to score three runs and give them the lead and and then again in game five versus the los angeles dodgers um against clayton kershaw they were down three one and found a way to tie it up late and then howie kendrick hitting a moonshot of a grand slam to 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 win the nlds and move on before they ended up sweeping the nlcs and getting a week off before the world series taking the astros to game seven and this astros team is not something to to be taken lightly this is one of, arguably one of the best teams to ever make the World Series and one of the best teams in a regular season in a long time. Even though they don't have the same win number as the, the Boston Red Sox of last year, the Astros were an unreal dominant force to be reckoned with, and the Washington Nationals gave them everything they could handle and more and found a way to go 5-0 and in all their elimination games and win Game 7 of the World Series all without winning a single game at home in the World Series. They won all four in Houston, in front of that crowd. The Houston fans didn't see a single win unless they traveled to Washington, D.C. It's, uh, it's been a definitely a crazy season. I know, Babs, congratulations. You chose, you chose the Nationals before the, the postseason had even started. We, we, we had to go back and double-check, make sure that those, those were legit. On September, 29, on September 29th, he took them and uh, stuck with them all the way through. I had my baby shark cereal popping, popping champagne. It was a fun night. It's how could you not be romantic about baseball? I think this definitely continues the theme about what the 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 city of Washington D.C. has been able to accomplish the last few years. Push the Redskins aside, push the the Wizards aside, but the the, the Washington Capitals winning their first Stanley Cup a few years back, and now the Washington Nationals winning last theirs. year. Like yeah. they just went back to back in championships, and now Sports City right there sounds for familiar. DC. Yeah. Yeah. You could it's thank definitely t- an up and coming sports city. Not you in football, th- but you could thank Donald Trump for that. But anyways, yeah. listen. No, you <laughs> it's just like making that face. Listen, the Nationals, the reason why I picked them was because of the Bryce Harper situation. That's a team that fought back to get themselves in that one game wild card game, right? And it's just like imagine this team goes all the way without Bryce Harper and wins it all. And that's what happened. And that's awesome. I give a shout out to the Washington National fans because I went there for my first ever All-Star game last year. Had a great time in the city. Had a great time sneaking into their uh, their like little club over there where I didn't have to pay a single dollar and I got all these drinks and food for free. And I got this little bobblehead from the All-Star game at Max Scherzer right here. And I've had it right next to my desk all season long. 
Shout out to the Washington Nationals. If you're a fan that believed in that team after you got rid of Bryce Hopper, your number one player, your number one player by miles, and you stuck with that team, congratulations. You earned that World Series. You stuck with them four straight games. Imagine that on the road, four games in a row on the road in the World Series. You win every game. After dropping three straight games in the World Series, you go there. And also, shout out to Boston Fro traveling all around. All playing series long, and we got to witness that through his eyes to be all over the place. Great, great job, MLB. MLB Hawk Corner, also great job to end the season. Brendan, you carried them. Tyler, you suck. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and great job by Brendan. I can't wait to see what the uh, MLB guys have in store for them next season. The sad part takeaways. about this whole ordeal is that the Red Sox are no longer the reigning champions. Had to get back on the video. It's over. Ooh, it doesn't matter anymore. You stole take it. it off. <laughs> All right, I have they two takeaways in the World yeah. Series. First one, Juan Soto better have woken up in a hospital bed because of alcohol poisoning because he just turned <laughs> oh. 21. The day ne- the next day, he has champagne showers. Like, if he didn't wake up with an IV attached to his arm, he didn't do it right. And second, I'm not going to be impressed with bat flipping until someone runs, runs around the entire bases <laughs> and then flips the bat. Like the Bregman and the Soto stuff, like yeah. run it up first. Yeah. I need him just to take a lap. Just That's the only thing I can like think of. Mm-hmm. Is that legal? Can he actually do that? You can do that if you want to. You're gonna, Good, why not? You're going to get a pitch thrown at your face the next next uh, at-bat. But yeah, and then worse. you charge the mound with the bat. Like, <laughs> yeah. By the way, you come out winning. <laughs> All right, let's get into some DMs and wrap up the show. We should pull them up. But, the longest uh, big three podcast of all time. Yeah, I try to keep them in an hour, but... <laughs> we're not the Boston Power Hour. We well, we were very excited. We you know, l- listen, Babs, people don't understand the grind that I go through. I go down to New York City to be on NFL Fox. That got screwed over, but Peter Schrager, shout out to him, recognize the Spike King. Come back up here. Got to work a couple days. Go back down to the Jets game. Fear the boogeyman sign. Wouldn't let me in with the sign. Had to leave that. Had to stuff it in my cargo shorts and put it behind me. Boom. <laughs> we're on the Patriots Instagram. Boom. They shut them out. Boom, I'm on the New York Post. Guess what happens? I'm in Philly. A couple days later, I'm on NBC Sports Boston, right in the background with Jason Tatum shooting a free throw. What happens a couple days later? I'm on 98.5 The Sports Hub, just yakking it up after being up for 24 straight hours. What happens again? Boom, I'm up for another 24 hours after that. I'm in the downpour in the rain. Cleveland Browns game. Guess what? You work at a hospital, right? You work at a hospital? We don't reveal things on here. What's going on? That's you're overstepping your boundaries right now. Do not talk about that. Personal life over personal life. Yes, I'm a construction worker at a at a I've seen him working. Yeah, thank you. All right. (laughs) Let's get into the DMs. Uh, Dylan Murdy, is Stidham the future Pigeons quarterback or who? Or who <laughs> God, this is the worst phrase question. Is Stidham the future Pigeons quarterback or no. should we look into drafting a guy like this year? He'll be a bridge guy. I think he'll be a bridge guy. It'll be a short-term yeah. option for maybe two seasons and then they'll draft the, the real guy. They're going to draft their guy in the next year. This is going to be a competition. Brady's going to outlast all these guys no matter what. That's a stupid question. I- they said there's no stupid questions. That's a stupid question. Oh, did you hear the stupid question we got last week? I forgot the guy's name, but I hope we didn't ask another one. You are not happy. You are it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It was literally like one of the very first topics we ever talked about. It was like Brady's house for sale. He's like, oh, Brady's yeah. out of here by trade deadline. Like, you moron. All right, who do you think will be the MVP of the Red Sox next year for Matt.Gran11? 
It's going to be between Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts. I think my vote will be on Xander Bogarts just because of his, uh, his tenure with the Red Sox. He's been there, done that a million times, and his numbers only get better. Rafael Devers will be trailing right behind him, but his numbers won't, be in, uh, won't overtake uh, Bogarts. But Bogarts will have one of the best seasons of his career next year. I'm going with Devers just because I've seen the track record of how Bogarts has been inconsistent. I'm betting on the potential with Devers. He's going to smack a ton of home runs next year. I'm betting on the marshmallow boy himself. Hey. The Michelin man. Jay Bowman, 2000. Who's the rookie with the most potential for a breakout game? I'm assuming he's talking about the Celtics. Carson. Uh, Carson Edwards. Yeah, he could just shoot. <laughs> like That's how you're going to break out if you had 1,000 points. Jared Stidham. <laughs> uh wish ryan underscore anderson underscore 77 do you wish we had taken a chance on ad the same ad who's told us no. multiple times he's like i don't want to really be here all like, set no all set don't put all your we'll eggs in one basket guys. i can't believe how many people out there and i know who's watching those 20 viewers out there those people that said let's trade jalen brown marcus smart jason tatum for one player screw you because you put all your eggs into one basket that player gets hurt your franchise is dumb one player doesn't make the team talk to bryce harper about that one right not one player makes the entire shots everywhere chemistry that comes together that makes the team okay and you don't get these iconic moments if you're trading for ad if, 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 one pers- if one person made the team, Paul Pierce would be a five-time champion, okay? Obviously, they had to bring people in to make the team what it was, and that's how they won a championship. Dwayne Wade, you needed Shaquille O'Neal to come in there to win your first championship, okay, buddy? Then you needed LeBron James and Chris Bosh to win your other championships, too. So you need other lost. players around you. And they did. I know they did. But they won two, two out of four. Yeah. Tim underscore Mac underscore. What is everyone? The, ooh, what is everyone's opinion on World Series Game Seven? Uh, we just said it, so you're welcome. <laughs> it was a slow game for the first seven L- lowest rating and the seventh, and then the seventh after happened, and then it was the best game in a long time. MLB needs Game Sevens, but you just said that lowest rating. MLB yeah. sucks now. MLB is the fourth sport. I am putting hockey over them. And I don't care what your ratings say, but the millennials, the millennials that come up, they're going to like hockey more than they're going to like baseball. Baseball's America's pastime, and guess what? You guys are in the past. No one cares about you. Start adopting new things into baseball and, 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 and talk to me in the future. That's what was one of the fun storylines after game six, the, like Tyler was talking about earlier, with the bat carrying instead of a bat flip. These guys are carrying their bats down to first base. It kind of became a storyline of the game. And that was one of the draws to the game. This game seven was the storyline between what was going to happen with Alex Bregman and Juan Soto. What would they would do next if they were to hit a home run off the ace? I'm going to turn this political right now. And baseball, base, yes, baseball, fuck the old timers. Baseball is a racist sport. There's a lot of these people that cannot adapt into the new culture of today's age. And a lot of these people that are, you guys can make your faces, I don't care. There's a lot of these guys that are up and coming, that are coming from different cultures, that are going to make the game fun. And a lot of these old timers that don't want to accept that. And that's what's going to ruin the game. Accept the new culture that's coming in there, that's making this game fun. 
and that's what's ruining baseball mm-hmm. altogether. I do back, back in my socks of four days. I took probably like half an hour talking about the Yasiel Puig. Like, <laughs> that's my that was awesome. <laughs> the highlight of the game for me last night because I have no stock in it. I'm a Sox fan. The celebrations on the Nationals bench were yeah. hilarious. Those were literally the funniest thing of the the World Series I've seen in like ever. That was even even thinking about a couple years ago where you got the Sox bullpen and they're just playing and jamming out. You want to see that and and not turning that into the race thing, but just saying like this is the newer times. You have to accept that culture. You have to accept the fun that goes into it. But again, baseball is a sport that is fifty five plus. That is their demographic. Seriously, like that's what it is. And the younger generation. And us, we have short attention spans. So we're just like, we like basketball and hockey and football. Even though football's a slow game, it's that bang, 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 bang play. Anything baseball doesn't have that. that. Yeah, Anything and baseball, baseball doesn't have that. If we go to a game, nine innings is so long. They need to adapt to the times of our short attention span and Pitch make block. baseball. Look at wrestling, wrestling, and, and, and just a different, a different thing. Their ratings stink. No one watches wrestling, but what they care about is YouTube. They care about social media because that's where they get their views at the end of the day. That's what MLB needs to focus on, that shit. MLB copyrights all their highlights, so until they do that. They shouldn't. They should yeah. accept that NFL doesn't. NFL wants you to share everything. These teams want you to share all that shit. And MLB want, MLB makes all the money. We don't get it wrong. They have all the advertisements. But they are slowly, slowly, slowly dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 18 to 24 crowd is not there. No. Anyways, any final 20. thoughts before we wrap this up? I'm ready to head down to Baltimore this weekend. I fly out on Sunday. We have to wrap this up because I have to go over to I Love Boston Sports. This is where you get your boogeyman, the official hoodie. Adelman coming out today off the top rope with his own boogeyman version with JE11 Shop, which was very interesting after uh, this has been out for a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll head out to Baltimore. Cannot wait for the bye week. I'm getting tired. 9-0. and oh, The Patriots will be heading into the bye week. What a crazy season it is. And I cannot wait to get down to the Super Bowl when the Pats are undefeated and we're going to that That's last game. Could you imagine an 18-0 and 0 Patriots heading into the Super Bowl in Miami, a place that they struggle in, and Babs is at the forefront of all of it. And Babs <laughs> could be at the forefront of the perfect season that hasn't been done before. Can you imagine that? Because we're getting close to it. We're getting there. I will say you have, like... I don't know how, but I feel as if every time I open up Instagram or Twitter on like Sundays or something like that, you somehow always go viral. It's like weekly. <laughs> like your face is everywhere. It is kind of crazy. And you know what's been funny this year is meeting people like say at the tailgate this past week. I don't follow you on Instagram, but dude, I see you everywhere. I yeah. just see that. And people start respecting the hustle. And to those people out there, fuck you. Because you're the same people that didn't believe me last year. You're the same people that fucking put me down last year. A hundred percent. I know who supports me. I know that those people are there and I'm so appreciative. But those haters that turn into supporters and I like and smile at it because I can still say, fuck you. You never believed this since day one. I know where the vision's going. I know where we're going as a team. And I cannot wait for the future. I will say you do have a lot of Penn State fans. I put you on to a bunch of them. I thank you. I appreciate it. You didn't help me out when uh, Barstool was down there. But uh, you're in a different world. You had That's a lot a to story. go with. That's you had a story a for another day. You had a lot to go on down there. All right. This has been episode 19 of Boston's Big 3 presented by one hundred, no, sponsored by one hundred, presented by Ride the Wave Media. We will see you guys next week for episode Hammer twenty. Hammer the spread. That's our five. Hammer month. the Pats. Spread. Three and a half, baby. Tonight, Hammer San Fran minus ten. 
Take the Pelicans tonight, plus 180. The Pelicans are 0-4. They're going to win this game tonight. Babs is going to go up 7:30. Babs is going to take that money. We're putting it all on the Patriots at 3.5, and, and we're going to be celebrating next week. Let's go, baby.